Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let me bang. I do let you bang. Let me bang. Let me bang. Let me bang. Greetings, Mads and Virgins. Go for Jesus. No for gay Jesus, people. Gentlemen, it is time once again for your favorite mixed martial arts podcast. Recording out of Los Angeles, California, it's MMA Roasted with Adam Hunter. Who the fuck is that guy? And action. Hey, welcome to our better MMA Roasted podcast. Me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with my man Shang, my man Rudolph. Ah. We got you know, we got Bubba Jenkins coming back on today. Yes, uh, <laughs> yes I'm excited. As well as Jordan Williams, who's an awesome fighter. Um, the guy's the guy's a beast. Uh, had a had a crazy fight last time where he got like headbutted like twice. He got low blowed. It was just like a crazy fight. Uh, it was a street fight. Him. It was a street fight. It was legitimate, like like prison rules. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, did you watch the fights yesterday? Uh. <laughs> did you watch them? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. How are you going to say, oh, well, you didn't watch them? <laughs> so it's okay. It's all right. Well, listen, I'll tell you what happened. Uh, it was, um, it sounds like you're like in a river now, right? Are we getting some weird feedback? Joe? Yeah, it sounds like there's a river in the background. Uh, Shane, try to fix your, fix your audio a little bit. Um, a river? What? Yeah, that, now it's better, right? Joe? Is your, is your cell phone near your microphone? Or is there any other electronics near your microphone? Because that could cause interference. Yeah, no, uh, no. All right. Well, listen, I'll tell you what happened. First of all, there were some great fights yesterday. Uh, Michael Chiesa is finally coming into his own. And he called out Colby Covington. And you know what? They're very similar, these two fighters. Um, because they just go, 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 go. And it's hard to keep the pace. It's a bad fight for Colby because... Colby's right there, like getting the title shot. He just like he lost to Usman, his, his fight for his last fight. He looked great against Woodley. I think it's kind of a step down for him as far as rankings go, and it's and it's, and it's kind of a, a big risk, small reward because yeah. they are very similar fighters of guys who just push to pace, push to pace, push to pace, and Kiesa looked great. Uh, Neil Magny is no joke. Neil Magny is a good wrestler, good fighter, and Kiesa just beat him. What, 50 45? I don't think he lost a round against him. Yeah, um, yeah, really but, good. yeah, but you, uh, uh, Kobe is faster than him. He is faster than him. So I think they both are a push the pace, but Kobe, speed, hand speed wise and just speed wise, he's faster than him. So I think, but they both, their record's similar. If you look at it, and actually, um, Kobe's record's not actually equal to his. Kobe's got a better record. Kobe lost. He got a fighters. better record, but I mean, if you look at how many fights, how many he has six, you know, knockouts. I don't know, man. 
I think I think it's, that a, it's, a, it's a good fight. It's a good fight. If I was Colby, I would stay away from Kiesa. Not because I don't think he could beat Kiesa, just because it's a one of those fights where it's not going to be a high profile fight because Kiesa doesn't have that huge name right. as far as like him versus Usman, him versus Masvidal, uh, even him versus like if if you know somebody comes, him versus McGregor at one seventy, him versus Jake know, Paul. I think him and Jake Paul would have a great fight. Uh, I, I think he would murder Jake Paul in any <laughs> in any area of the sport. Even if they um, played checkers, he'd beat him. It's just there is there is no there is no the only thing he could like even at, like trolling. I think maybe he could maybe Jake hasn't been trolling, um, but right. uh, internet trolling. But look, I'm telling you, Kies is good. Kies is really really good. He he and, is, and you know there's a guy that like you know he submitted Benil Dariush. Dariush like barely lost to Chrome Gracie in a jiu-jitsu match. And Kiesa submitted him. Yeah. Um, so good for Michael. Uh, good, good for him. Um, well, he deserves it. He deserves it. But I think that, that UFC wants the big fights. That's why I say they'd fight Jake Paul. If you put a broom in there that had giant social media, they'd fight. They'd just sit there smacking a broom around. It just, that's what they're about now. We knows it. No, what, yeah. what, what, what are you talking about? I was talking about that's the, what they're about. The UFC. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be an asshole all day on the show. The UFC is about uh, making money and making big fights. What are you talking about? Well, that's first, why Jake Paul is in the running. First of all, first of all, you're a moron because yesterday the main <laughs> event was Neil Magny versus Kiesa. Who I are know, not I, big I, fighters. I, that, that's uh, all they're about. Fuck that. That's what they're about. Oh, oh great. Don't give it to shit. This is bitter shit. But, but but you see Adam uh, Adam's eyes watered a little bit like this is Bush you're no, full well, of it. Okay. So I'll tell you who I felt bad for was Roxanne Modifari because oh, they yeah. throw her in with killers. I mean, she's harder to finish than a Tito Ortiz press conference, which by the way, <laughs> I put that on Instagram and Jenna Jameson liked it. Wow. <laughs> like, like it's just there's like some real petty uh, but so yeah, um and I'll tell you who looked great was Warley Alves. Shang, this dude, Warley Alves, who has a win, a win over Colby Covington. Uh, like they were saying, he hasn't really been the star that thought he was going to be. But yesterday, it was like someone that, like hit on his girlfriend or took his lunch money. He came out, he did three leg kicks in a row to the side and crumbled this dude that they were hyping as the underdog. I'm telling you, you know, I think, I think the Fight Island, some of these guys from the Middle East, I'm not saying they're not good. They're obviously badass, but because of COVID, they're they're getting a lot of fights that maybe they wouldn't normally get right away because they're right, right there. They're right there. You know, they're they're in Abu Dhabi. So like they're like Chimaev wouldn't have had three fights if it wasn't for COVID in like two days or something. You know, right. So so this dude stopped that hype train quickly, quickly. No way. That fucked up my five fight parlay. That was the last fight. Of my five fight parlay, I just needed the the Armenian dude to win, and he was like a minus two some favorite, and he goes in there and gets freaking knocked out or take out in the first round. I'm like, I'm never betting well, on MMA ever again, ever. Well, that why? Said, oh, you can't say that. No. What about this weekend? I can't. I've already wasted all my money on this card or this yesterday's card. <laughs> I, I didn't get it's to watch so that infuriating. One because I was so there was a, there was a, there was a fight yesterday. Ike Villanueva. I don't even know who this guy is. Like I was like on a three fight losing streak. He fought this guy um, Marrera, who looked like it was like fear factor. Like he didn't want. Like he just got thrown in there. Like it was yeah. a bet, and he was just trying not to get hit. He didn't throw a punch in the first round. He protected his face the whole time, and then it, the guy hit him in the belly. He put his hands down and just went boom. And you ever see that like uh, that clip? of uh what's that guy's name um 
and Creed, the guy who played Creed, uh, not Apollo Creed, the son. Michael Winslow? What's his name? Uh, what? Is that Michael Winslow? No, the guy who played the guy that Michael Winslow Creed. was in Police Academy. <laughs> Michael, <laughs> Michael, whatever, Michael. Michael Jordan, Michael B. Jordan, his name, right? Michael B. Jordan, that's his All name. Oh, the new Creed. You ever see the clip where he gets knocked out, like in, in sparring? Like they, they, they had a clip of him actually taking a punch where his right. head just went like, it was almost like his head did like a Beetlejuice thing where it just started right. spinning. Where, where it, was, it looked like it, somebody had a string attached to it. Yeah. That's exactly how this looked. Like it looked like his head was getting like hit off his body. It was, it, that was, a, I mean, we dog, am I right? Yeah. That was a crazy, can we do it? Can you bring, the, can you bring that up? Please? What's the worst? Dog, can you, can you, hold on. What bring up that? what? Pull it up. Pull up that knockout of one of your, we'll the, just, we'll the, the worst turn. knockout I think that looked like that was in Gano when he just up that uppercut from hell. Oh, against Overeem. The Overeem's head looked like it, it looked like a movie. Now, it was it was it was choreographed. It looked like a cartoon. It looked like a Popeye cartoon. Yeah. So, like when Popeye just lines up and just hit somebody. Yeah. And that was that was I felt bad for Overeem. It's hard to feel bad for Overeem because He's, he's been the bully for bitch. So long. Yeah, and he's also like a guy that you know is taking juice and yada yada yada. And and I literally felt bad for the guy. And he's also really nice to me now. He actually is always like uh, he's actually really nice. Um, oh shit! Okay, I take back the smug bitch. Okay, but just <laughs> well, I think I think, his, I think in his older years he's gotten humbled a little bit like that. He's been a little humbled. Um, but when he beat up Brock Lesnar, that was crazy. Like he ran through Brock Lesnar. He had Brock Lesnar running from him. Brock Lesnar is the biggest human being I've ever seen in my life. And he was running from Overeem. That's how uh, yeah, scary Overeem Wait, wait, but if you look at it, I mean, Frank Mir did a number on him initially. On Brock Lesnar? Yeah. He just caught him. He caught him like a heel hook. I mean, Brock right, was winning I mean, that fight. Still, Brock, how are you going to minimize Brock that? Was, first of all, Brock was winning that fight. Maserati stood him up for some reason. And then, no. That was not the same because Brock got caught, he tapped, and it was over. Whereas this one, Brock was like, it was like a, a schoolyard fight where one kid decides, I'm not, I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> like, like, get me the fuck out of here. What was the fight <laughs> with Brock Lesnar when he did like 50 backflips and like a somersault across the octagon? That was, the, I mean, the Cain Velasquez and both Overeem had him, had him running. For yeah, they had, they had him noodle legged. That shit was uh, it, hilarious. It, it was Cain Velasquez that, that, at noodled him. I call, <laughs> no, I was telling a friend um, about him getting noodled, and they're like, no, he's too big, man. There's no way he did that. You didn't understand. When Cain Velasquez was in his prime, he was a fucking monster. Yeah, but I still think pre-diverticulitis Brock Lesnar, the guy that Brock Le the, the, the guy that beat up Frank Mir in the second time, I feel like he would have been champion for a while. Something happened to him oh, when he got- Oh, get the fuck out of here. Dude, when, he went to, when he went to the hospital for six months, my brother had the, had the same exact thing. I'm telling you, it's not. Forget Who? his illness. My brother, my my older brother, who's in the hospital right now, just had a stroke. Um, but I'm, I'm telling you that. right now, uh, Brock Lesnar would have he a, a real top flight judo guy would have fucking took him out. Judo guy. It was his wrestling was insane. His I'm just saying that Brock. Had, nah, he was juiced up. He, he's juiced up. He was an NCAA champion his like nipples, twice. His nipples. Uh, he was a two-time. His he was nipples two -time. were huge. He was lactating. He was exactly. Why do I feel like I'm at the, the barber shop and like coming to America when Chang comes on, where we're okay. like the fucking, his nipples. I, I know. His nipples <laughs> were huge. From right, Wayne was right. He was lactating. You no, know, he's lactating. <laughs> Steroids. 
Fuck I'm him. not look. There's no doubt he was on steroids. Okay, he got, yeah, he got busted. So like, I don't give him no props. I get. He gets no props. I give him props. He wasn't when he, when he won the NCAA's. He wasn't on steroids. Okay. Okay, but that's went, not what we're talking about. Then he went to the WWE and was doing backward flips off the top ropes like a fucking maniac for a guy 300 pounds. He was. He has insane thing. And then when he he he, he got embarrassed by Frank Mir. He got embarrassed. The whole world was like, whoa. When he came back to come back the way he did. And Frank Mir was like, my jujitsu's on a level that he, I mean, he was talking all this shit. And Brock put him in a schoolyard headlock and just went boing, boing, yeah, boing. Like, you, yeah. You're a fucking black belt that's like astronomical, like amazing black belt. And he's like, oh yeah, here's your jujitsu, boy, boy. Yeah, but boy. I mean, anybody can get and, caught in a, a schoolyard no, headlock. Nobody, nobody can hold Frank Mir like Come that. Come on, you, anybody. Dude, at Wayne, look at Wayne's, Wayne's gotten caught dude, in a headlock. Frank Mir, after that fight, put on like 80 pounds of muscle and he just destroyed Chet Congo. Cause he was like, you know, he was working out for six hours a day going, and that's never going to happen to me again, you know? And then Brock got sick. He came back, he fought Shane Carwin and he got murked by Carwin in the first round who hit him 9,000 times in the head. And then Brock came back and somehow got an arm triangle. And then it was, but that was the beginning of the end. That was, it was sort of like when Tyson came out of jail. Uh, he just wasn't the same <laughs> Tyson. But anyway, are you, are you going to show that knockout? How do we, this has been the weirdest like rant. We went from breaking down the card to like a 20 minute Brock Lesnar thing. What knockout did you want? Because, did you want the movie because knockout? Because Adam's full of shit. That's why Adam's being full of shit saying that Brock Lesnar would have had a long run. <laughs> he would have had a long run. Uh, uh, Ike Villanueva. I, I can't I even show that on the podcast. Was what it taken down. Who cares? It's not gonna get. We'll just get demonetized, so we won't get the fucking the seven cents. All right. So uh, I'd, I'd rather people watch it than me make nineteen cents. I'd be even more depressed. All right. So uh, also on the card, Matt Schnell beat Tyson Am. Good selling win. I think that that fight was overlooked. It was two good guys. Uh, Schnell was on a losing streak. He got knocked out in the first. Came back. Tyson Am was on like a three fight winning streak. Uh, but Schnell just out thing. Leroy Murphy won. Uh, and I give this guy credit too because he's undefeated. He's ten and zero, and he got hurt in the third. He got rocked, and he came back with a double leg. And that's when I think that you know, when guys can get rocked and come back and win, I give. That's when you know the guy's got character. That's when you know the guy's a real fighter because anyone can be the hammer. It's when you're the nail. Uh, that's what. And when you when you when you go from hammer to nail to hammer in a fight. Did you just rock. use a fighting perfect cliche? That was awesome. <laughs> uh, and then uh, this guy Akhmedov, I think that fight was at 170, right? The guy that they the one versus Tom Breeze. Yeah, I thought that was an 85 pounder. He went to 70. This dude's gonna be a, a problem. He he's a guy because he, he he almost beat Chris Weidman, and he and he beat a bunch of guys. He beat uh the guy that from Colorado that was putting cocaine up his asshole and, and balloons. Uh, what's that guy's oh, name? Ian and then, yeah, yeah, I beat Ian Heinish. Beat a lot of guys, this guy. Um, and now and now he he beat Tom Breeze and he and he beat him with the arm triangle. This guy was out, Chang. I mean out. Fucking out. And his and his and then they the ref wouldn't stop it. It's almost like he he passed out, woke up, and then tapped. That's how the ref was like Well, shouldn't they have stopped it when he was first out? Yes, these refs Gotta start taking jujitsu. Because no, I, I, no, no. According to the commentary, they are saying that the ref did a good job because he wasn't out until the ref stopped it. That's okay. what the, that's what DC was saying. His arm didn't move. His arm was on the mat. 
Were you really watching with the volume on? Ween, that means you're out. Oh, my he was God. breathing. He was, he was still breathing. He looked out. I mean, look, look. If he he if did look out. out. He looked out for sure from a viewer standpoint watching at home. But based on the commentary, the commentary also thought he was out. But then they, they noticed that the ref knew that he was up. He was giving him hand signals or something. And then they stopped the fight because well, he did eventually. What's on your forehead, Ween? It's a band aid because my forehead is bleeding. Your for- why is your forehead bleeding? From acne. I pick out my acne and then it starts bleeding. I got a fucking zit right there. And I'm, I'm doing a TV show on Saturday for the UFC, a watch party. It's the they're, worst. They're, I'm going to Vegas to watch the fights with Forrest Griffin. It, it'll, it'll, it'll come off. No, I know Forrest is going to put toothpaste on it. That's what I heard. Just put toothpaste on it. Yeah, I'll dry it out if you use toothpaste. <laughs> That'll dry it out. No, I'm not joking. I know that sounds weird, but that's true. Um, no, I, 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 the reason I, I, I didn't see the fights because I had some problems with I had my kid, but uh, and my kid comes first. I don't give a fuck uh, everything else. Yeah. But I, I didn't want to talk about nothing but Max Holloway. That's all that fucking matters in the world <laughs> right I now. I have this knockout if you want to play it really quick. All right, play it real quick. Don't, don't talk about Max Holloway. Well, meanwhile, right. Shang, it started at six o'clock in the morning, these fights. All right, oh, so it's gonna happen like right here. Yeah, they were at six. The main car started at nine on the West Coast, which I, I said it's like going down on a girl and she has a Harry Bush. Like, not my first choice, but I'm still gonna do it. <laughs> but, okay, all right, so look at, all right, look at this. Shang, look at that. Why is it sped up? I don't oh, know. Watch it, Shane. It looks sped up. Look, watch. <laughs> you see that? That's like. Yeah. <laughs> I think because of YouTube. Watch this. Ooh. Look Bing. right here. Oh, like his head went all the way around. It did a loop de loop. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, his head did a loop de loop, but. But we've seen we've seen people get kicked in the head, and I've seen that loop de loop head knockout before. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looked, I think it was because of YouTube. They 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 put it in in like one point five speed, well, so you didn't. Yeah, weird shit that. happens when you like try to play YouTube videos on Zoom. Either it's like really choppy or like it's sped up or some shit, you know. Right. Yeah. Um. All right. So Holloway, you talk about Holloway. I know. Okay. Okay. One, I'm happy that now they're realizing he always been the truth. The last fight, he actually was robbed. Before that, he yep. should still he should have the belt. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. And 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 the bottom line is, he showed he's absolutely a fucking monster. He was doing look away punches and blasting this dude. I mean, yeah. he was looking at like Dana White, like, "Hey, what's up?" Pow and popping. I mean, I just it was one of the best performance I've seen. Period. Now we talked about this Tuesday, but. I don't think the fight should have been stopped. Uh, do you think the corner just... Oh. No, right? Because I think that Katara still had, or Cater still had one punch power. He was still landing punches even throughout the fight. People say, well, you got to protect the fighter against for himself. I think in some situations, like, I, I love Tom Galicchio, right? I love Tom Galicchio more than anything, but he doesn't really have that one punch power. And there were fights, I think it was James Krause, where he was just like, oh, no, this, this is rough. Or uh, that Cyborg fight, when she was just beating the shit out of that girl that we had on the podcast, I forgot her name, but it was like the girl had no knockouts or one knockout where you're just like, okay, like. Yeah, but no, but- Cater, Cater was getting bloodied, man. He was absolutely. It looked, it looked like he. You got to protect the fighter from himself, and that looked like a situation where, huh? You, just, you think it should have been stopped? Absolutely, absolutely. I don't know, man. Absolutely, should have been stopped. I, I disagree with that. I I understand in some cases. But not not in this case. The guy has a lot of knockouts. Uh, although you know, look, I was at the Dan Hooker fight when Dan Hooker fought uh, 
the the guy with the, the, the spinning wheel kick. Yeah, and that fight should have been stopped. And he and Hooker called it, and Hooker got more power than him. Yeah, uh, but he so, was getting pieced up. He was getting pieced up, like really getting pieced up, man. And his face looked yeah. like his face was getting mushed. Really, come on. Yeah, well, I, I, and sometimes right. I think what I, I know what you're saying. While he still has that one, um, you know, punch power where he can just knock you out, but it just looked like such a mismatch. There were so many unanswered. He didn't even block some punches. He was getting beat up to the body, beat up to the head, and and Max was just murdering him, dude. And I think that. He's so such a fighter. He's like, fuck it, I'm still here. It's for the ref to get in there, man. It's for the ref to stop you. I I, don't... I, understand, I understand. I just in this case, I, I don't agree with it. But I I I can see both sides. And if it was stopped, I wouldn't have been like bad stoppage. So um, at the same time, I could I I err on the fact that mm, you know you know because uh, Cater's got enough power and he was landing enough to, he was landing those elbows and this and that max was just on a different level like you like said by the way yesterday khabib's cousin now uh, how tough is his family because i mean <laughs> what, what what is what is uh, i don't know how, i don't know christmas uh, what is it ramadan what what is that what is what is that like over there like those those family get-togethers because it seems like everybody in the family is a straight murderer because his cousin, <laughs> everybody, like the grandmother. Oh shit! Good, good double leg, grandma. Like what? He's probably the toughest out of anybody. I, I swear, babies from Dagestan are born with cauliflower ears, wrestling singlets. Uh, they have they have ringworm uh, because it, this this guy is like he's like Khabib, but with striking, uh, yeah. with the better striking. I mean, he was he was throwing crazy axe kicks and and just. This dude looked like a murderer. Yeah. Now, granted, I don't know how good this other guy that he fought was. I guess he was good, but not fighting the guys that Khabib is. But the dude's undefeated. He's 12-0. and 0, And uh... <laughs> I think it's something in their water. I think they drink, like, it's just crumpled rocks or something. I don't know what it is, but it's just that whole lineage is just beast mode. Well, I heard I heard Jordan Burroughs talk about it on the Rogan podcast. If you haven't heard that podcast, it's really yeah, I good. I heard it. And he talked about how... You know, in Russia, like if you're a good wrestler, that's what you go to school for. Like you get in trouble for reading books. It's not like 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 wrestling. It's just wrestling. Wrestling is period one, period two, period three. <laughs> then you go re recess, which is probably more wrestling. Wrestling yeah. period four, five, six. The government takes care of you. They take care of your family. And if you don't make it like to the whatever that they assign you a job. But imagine like how good we would be in America if all we did was sports like for good athletes. I mean, imagine like there was no. Their, so. their, their life is so rough over there. Like we get in the YouTube wormhole where they're wrestling. Like, I don't think exactly. Americans would never do it because we're too preoccupied with so much shit going on. Elections in the world and the capital and yeah. all that and then, shit. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, they, they got some corrupt stuff over there too. But I mean, we get, I, I think we get burned out. There's no luxury of getting burned out by a sport over there it's just you're wrestling i mean but it's just crazy how good dagestan is and russia is and some of the other like chechnya at wrestling i mean we had a kid on our team who was from chechnya that i coached he didn't even wrestle over there and he was the best kid in the league like he just picked it up uh, like, oh he was the best friend. kid out of all of them just uh, just because just because he was from there like he just wrestled with his buddies you know and he was uh, he was already like well I, I think that I, I'm going to say this. A lot of people that listen to it, that your show is just Khabib. They sleep on his fucking hands, man. Because he kind of pieced up. He kind of pieced up um, Connor, too. He was piecing Connor. He, he knocked him down. 
Right. So I, I don't know why. I think that people are so afraid of his wrestling and the fact he can grapple you and grab you and all of a sudden you feel you feel a little bitch in you come out. That's it, like he seems like when he grabs you, a little bitch in your chest goes, ah, oh God, this motherfucker's strong. He got gorilla strength, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah I mean, so I, yeah, I think that if you can get somebody no, I, with hands like that and they can wrestle, you're you're in trouble. No, it's true. Like, uh, I remember when we talked to Ally Aquinta and Al, you know, Al was like, I think the second in the state of New York wrestling, wrestling college. I think he was a Juco All-American. And he was like, Khabib's just a different, he goes, it, it felt like it was a, like a, like a heavyweight grabbing you. I mean, I was reading a thing that he never lost a sparring session in any of his sparring. Like he never lost, like he's, he's lost rounds, like a round or two, but not like, you know, best out of three. Well, Connor, Connor beat him one round. No, I'm talking about sparring. Like oh, at, okay. at AKA, his okay. coach said, Javier Mendez said he's never lost in sparring, ever, ever. But if he comes uh, back, do you think that, you, do you think he, if he comes back, I mean, I see three people he could fight, but I actually would like to see Connor fight him again, even though I don't think Connor is going to win. I think it would be a big fight. I don't know. I mean, there was a thing today about Connor allegedly is being sued for $20 million for sexual assault and rape by the girl and her mother. Um, and uh, what the mother, get, the, he tried to get a mother dick too. What? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it seemed like he, the girl came over in a limo with his friend and then she doesn't remember what happened. It just, it just seems like a, I don't know what happened. None of it's good. You know, he, he says it's, you know, it's been going on for two years and, it, nothing it's, it's it's been proven false and this and that but he's got to get his shit together man like this is not what he needs to be focused yeah, on stop doing dumb shit but you know what he's he he's it was 2018 crazy. it was it was three years ago it was two years ago maybe right. you know but, but john jones and to me john jones is the same thing it's like stop doing dumb shit out of the fucking <laughs> octagon do get your shit together and I, I i think that connor could end up with so much stuff going on outside that it could, he could end up being like that. What is up, people? How's it going? What's going on? Are we ready for some football? Well, college football heads into bowl season, and there are some big matchups this weekend, right? And the NFL regular season is finishing up, but the playoff picture becoming clearer. There's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust. What's that place? BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code CLNS50 for your 50% welcome bonus, okay? I'm talking about in the NFL, in college football, okay? Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action and don't forget to use that promo code CLNS50 to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your very first deposit. Yes. Bet online, your online sports book experts. And you got to visit our good friends and exclusive partner at, at betonline uh, underscore AG. That's at betonline underscore AG. Take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and use the promo code CLNS50 for your first sign up bonus. Okay? Hashtag betonline. Check it out. Okay, I highly, 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 highly recommend. It is awesome. I'm yeah, of course. Uh, Jordan, are you with us? 
All right, so we got to get Jordan to start his video. So we got Jordan Williams, this guy who uh, I, I watched a bunch of his fights last night. This dude's a, a monster, he is. a fucking monster. Uh, Jordan, how are you, man? Hey, uh, hey, man, I'm good. I'm good. Are we doing a video right now, or are we just speaking right now? We're doing video, so uh, put put some oh, clothes shit. on. Uh, <laughs> oh, damn. All right, well. All right, dude, I'm having some technical difficulties trying to... All right, here we go. All right, so we got Jordan Williams, record of nine and four. Uh, awesome fighter. I mean, the dude, if you watch his fight on the Contender Series, he beat the shit out of this dude. Um, I'm going to email it to you right now. Uh, should I email it to you or text it to you, Joe? Put it in the um, Zoom chat. Uh, put it in the Zoom chat. Uh, well, so, okay. It, it, yes, it was... Back in the day, we used to go, hey, that dude, he was, it was a mugging. That was, <laughs> no, no, really, like, when somebody, when you see somebody get their ass beat like that, you go, ah, oh, he got, he got mugged. It was hey. like, he's like you, like he owed you money. Like, it's like, we kind of did. Hey, well, that guy owed me lunch food. Did you see how big that food was? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was, he was, he was big. He was big. And you, I mean, you knocked him out. Like, that was one of the best knockouts I've ever seen. And then afterwards, you said, uh, you said, Dana. Give me that fucking contract. Like you'd start yeah, screaming at the way. <laughs> yeah, I basically told my new boss, hey, fucking hire me. <laughs> you yeah, can't I mean, do that in any other sport where you can't walk up in, in accounting, fuck you, man. If I don't get that <laughs> promotion, arm bar, double leg, your mother. Like you can't <laughs> Well, to be honest with you, the uh, the superior in this in this setting, he did realize uh, he's like, hey, you know, no, no. And then when I when he finally did something to make him said yes, he was like, "All right, I hear, I hear you say give me the contract." He like he he, he you know he fell for me. Cool. Was that was that was now was that was that part of the plan? Like you knew if I knock this guy out, I'm just gonna tell Dana to do that. Oh, hell no, hell no. I said I said Jordan, don't you make it? Don't you give this guy any reason not to hire you? <laughs> you know, like don't you talk shit? Don't you do nothing? And of course. Right after that, I was that guy at the party who I was like talking shit. I was dancing. I was crying. Like you know, like none of that was planned. Dude, well that that was awesome. Now I, I've been following your career. So you started. Uh, you're from California, right? Yes, sir. And uh, you were a great wrestler in high school. You took fifth in the state as a junior. You took second in the state as a senior. Um, then you got a scholarship to Cal Poly, but they they dropped the program. Oh, so um, let me uh, two corrections. I was born in Wisconsin, but uh, I, I've been living in California since I was 15. You know, so uh, right. I, that's why I started wrestling was in Wisconsin. And then that scholarship was to UC Davis. So UC Davis, they they offered me that. They're like, hey, whatever financial aid doesn't pay for, we'll cover the rest. You know, uh, you just have to do a, a year at a, uh, at a JC because, you know, you're kind of stupid. You know, we got to make, yeah, make sure you get <laughs> Well, I mean, like, it was like, you know, UC Davis, that's like one of the most prestigious schools in, in, in California for agriculture and, and, and medical reasons. So, like, a medical field. So, they, they had to be sure. So, I understand. But during that year, the motherfuckers didn't have enough money to keep the wrestling program. They dropped 10 programs. So, like, I did my job. And then I got, like, this, like, yeah, 3.0 for a year. And it's proof that you're smart enough. But then I was like, all right. But I thought they had proved to me that they had the money. And I just that's what that's what fell through with my collegiate career. Wow. Now now why did um now why wouldn't you go to an, another college that had wrestling? I mean, well, so 
I was I, I started fighting at that point and I I was liking the results from fighting and um I kind of felt like shaded from a school a I had turned down scholarships to like Oregon State the Beavers right and like Cal State Fullerton and like and people like why didn't you go back to them I was like well it's kind of like if I say hey sorry you're not good enough and then the whole like everyone in that division knows what happens to your school. It's like, hey, do you mind if I come back? It's kind of like I don't know if they would have. And it's more like I just said, you know, like man, fuck school, fuck all that shit. Like I like I like fighting. And I was a bit like I just found out I was diagnosed with diabetes. So there's a really a, a a bit of a difficulty during that time of my life trying to juggle diabetes, school, fighting, and ultimately fighting and diabetes like won my attention. Right. That's now it's crazy. So you got that diabetes, and one of the side effects of that is it, it makes you tired. You can't cut weight. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a, a couple other things. Now, how much did that affect you in wrestling, like leading up to that? Oh shit, man! I like honestly, I couldn't. I, I weighed one. Uh, I walked around at like one ninety one or so, give or take. And then out of nowhere, I just, in a week or two, I lost a lot of weight. And people were asking me if I was on crack cocaine. I'm like, you know, and I'm like, nah, man. But but it was just the, the symptoms of being diagnosed with diabetic. I lost 20 pounds or like 15 pounds. I was 178, and I could not cut the 174 if my life depended on it. So wow. uh, I was just, like, really uh, fatigued, urinating, like, eight or nine times during the night, waking up. And like just having like to the point where you're not like not that call where you're like, well, I can ignore it more. You're like, no, you're going now, like those. And like, so, like that, I just um, and then once I got diagnosed, or they told me I was type two, they misdiagnosed me. And this is all during wrestling season. So, in the beginning of wrestling season, they said, hey, you're type one, you're type two diabetic. A month goes by, he's like, hey, your sugars aren't haven't been below 300 what's going on i'm like i don't know you tell me they're like okay you're type one diabetic they finally give me on the right medicine uh meanwhile then i uh before that i fight max griffin uh amateur title fight and i beat him as a as a uh as a uh, undiagnosed uh type one diabetic and um so i go in there i beat him and then i uh they they finally gave me on the right medicine i ballooned up to 207 pounds like oh my god yeah crazy now i'm like fat boy in a little sweater right and (laughs) and, and, and i'm cutting down i couldn't make 174s to make for my life at the beginning of the season this is all during one span of a wrestling season and then i uh i i gave up the 207 i cut the 197 and then i win my first state title ever so you know wow. it sucks but you know what i fought through that shit and like i came out with my i've been wrestling for since second grade i've been in the state finals like three times and, and i've never brought home this championship but until until you know i was diagnosed diabetic so you know man that's a roller coaster for your ass <laughs> oh, like it you know it's a lot of up and then down and wait a minute what the fuck like it just by the way by the way jordan this is uh this is shang i don't know if you know shang a really funny comic yeah kind of a legend he's been on bt's comic view four thousand times and deaf comedy jam why do you always bring up the black credits like i haven't done, <laughs> they always like like i haven't done the late show or comedy central those no, are but, but, but jordan but jordan looks half black so, I pay attention to those feeds, bring you know? both up <laughs> yeah, but Jordan looks. But Jordan looks half. Jordan, no, you are half black, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, man. 
okay. you know? See, that, that's what, 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 that's uh, what gave it away? What, uh, what gave it away? <laughs> I, know, uh, I, I couldn't figure it out at all. Uh, probably the lack of probably the lack of cardio. Hey. <laughs> you know what? That was. Hey, hey, I like that. Hey, this is but, but I wanted to ask a quick question. So after you were after they figured it out, that's basically what it is. After they figured it out, mm -hmm. then everything kind of did. You get in a better rhythm after that once you knew what medication and they, everything was right. I did, but man, that roller coaster I, I, I didn't let me off. Um, after that season. Now, I've been a diabetic for since I was 19, so 11 years now. It's still some, sometimes a roller coaster like, and it's, I've been controlling this at the level that I've been at, but now I'm at a, uh, I'm at a, a next level gym under the instruction of Mark Montoya. And uh, it's like, uh, I gotta have my shit regulated. I have no excuses in this practice and stuff. So it's just like, um, I still am like, like, okay, I got to make sure my sugars like move on a lot. Uh, the other practice, you know, I could be like, all right, make sure my sugars are on point, but if at some point it gets low, you know, I can go up in there. But I, I, I can still do that here. Don't get me wrong. They love me here. But I still like the pressure, like the pressure of like missing, just being off the second of the mat for a second, just even if it's a, a legit medical reason, you know, just like I, the game up here is high, baby. It's just like, right. so, uh, and then, and, and, taking care of my diabetes has been on that same, you know, that same scale. Like, uh, I like, I remember when I, oh, I used to like use Snicker bars and like soda, not soda, but like, just un, like not healthy stuff, you know, cause I used to be like, hey, the, the people used to tell me like, hey, your blood sugar's low, this is the time when you get the tea, you actually get the fucking, eat them bad and like get you, and it's a good thing but then so i would do that but then i had to get rid of those habits and everything it's it's a it's an adjusting it's an adjust that each person has to make and like not that many people i know that diabetic or i'm the only diabetic i know in the ufc or at a high level athlete i mean i know there's plenty in, in the high like in the what do you call it the, uh the higher like professional leagues but i'm like winging it you know what i'm saying like i'm like figuring out my own path as i go Excellent. Shane, Shane, you, are you a diabetic, Shane? No. Oh. Now, 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 do you, do you, now, do you take shots every day? I do. I do. And, uh, man, uh, back to that cardio question. Hey, the reason why my, card, my, my cardio was shot last fight, you know, I'm not going to lie, but it was shot for the last two fights. I broke my knee before my contender chase fight. I didn't get the okay. run. He was, a, he was an eight-time jiu-jitsu champion and i didn't get to do one minute of jiu-jitsu you know how confident that makes uh -huh. you feel like oh I, oh I broke my leg my knee i broke my knee kickboxing so kick no kickboxing no wrestling no jiu-jitsu uh just uh, shadow boxing and boxing and which equals up jordan's cardio is shit on national television <laughs> so, like, no, listen, you know, so. uh, hey we know we have that clip right yeah yeah yeah. All right, let's lock that clip up because I want to. This this knockout was amazing. Uh, this Shane, you gotta see this. You, I saw you it. hit this thing, boom. Ow. Hey. Oh. Take a seat. Oh, oh my god. And then you just kept punching. Holy man, was that for all the times that like people doubted you? You just kept punching this dude. Hey like, man, like what 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 was going on is uh. The last fight I um, on the contender series, I rocked uh, that Russian dude Ramazan, and I uh, when I was going to finish him, he dove in. I did not dive on a shot, Dana White. Come on, man. 
watch the film. He like he he dives in on a shot from me. That's right there. You see me? I kind of like I grab him up and I pick him. I hoist him up so I can keep punching him. I just knew that I needed to stay at range and um, and just give myself enough distance to keep seeing red. You know? Yeah. Now your last fight, right off the bat, the guy headbutts you. Um, now how much did that change the rest of the fight? Hey man, that was the one time. I know it doesn't look like it, but if you rewatch the slow, like we're both he staggers. But uh, that was the one time I was staggered ever at 185s. Yeah, it was that headbutt, and and like you know, you you feel the blood coming down. It's um, it doesn't look good. Even like if blood is coming from a, a headbutt, and the judges know that know that at round one, by round three, you're all bloody, and the blood could be from anywhere at that point. You know, it just doesn't look good for you. I mean, as 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 a perspective, uh, as as a spectator. But uh, for me, it was causing a little uh, a little bit of pain. But it was no more. The second headbutt um, is like I felt something like shift in my eye, like in you know, my face, and like um, even he was even the guy Ramos or uh, I'm uh, involved was like, "Yo, my bad." And like and the wife refs was like, "Fuck the fight through it." But uh, so here, here it happened. So your last fight, you got. Uh, a broken nose and an yep. orbital bone during the fight. And mm-hmm. then you already had a compromised vertebra, vertebrae. Yep. Uh, I mean, and you had two headbutts and a low blow. Like, yeah, man. holy shit. You're like hey, man. normal cop, man. You just like, <laughs> you, <laughs> no, you're like, you had all these stuff going wrong. You're like, fuck it, keep going. <laughs> right. That's well, you the know thing, what? Man. <laughs> that, that's that's the thing, you man. kept fighting. You kept fighting. Like, you never once believed you couldn't win that fight. Oh, no, man. Like, I mean, that's the definition of a fighter. I mean, you know, uh, a lot of people, you know, Dana White hooked up a little bit, undisclosed-wise for me, uh, doing what I did. But, um, you know, that's that's what they want to see. They, that's what they – they want to see someone who believes that, they, that they're there. And I believe I could be there, man. I, like, I'm in the wrong like, class, I'm not going to lie, but I'm in the wrong – like, I just um, – I like uh, I was talking shit. You saw how good I felt from that that uh, that uh, uh, on or excuse me Rodriguez fight. You know, I just walked up in there and I was just feeling myself. But you know, that's what I, I got to give a new respect for the league and the game. And um, you know that like that's really what it is. Like uh, I, I walk in there, I always go forward. I need to be. Uh, everyone's like, dude, well, you gotta, you, you, you show a lot of heart. I was like, yeah, well, you know what? I like to show a lot more talent. That way, I don't need to show heart. <laughs> you know, maybe more skill. You know, I'm like, so my next fight, um, or next yeah, maybe a little more skill than forward pressure, huh? Or maybe just a little bit of balance. But like, you know, uh, um, I rocked him. He never rocked me in that fight, but I feel like definitely, definitely that 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 low blow, man. That shit. I was like, dude. Like I'm not gonna say this too much, dude. Like you know, my my Jimmy, my Jimmy was that was hurting right then, like right yeah. um, during the fight. But uh, you know, the beans, man. My left, my right bean was compromised, dude. Hours oh, into wow. that fight, into Abu Dhabi, I was about to call the doctor, man. And I was talking to, I, I was talking to the the UFC uh, uh, the doctor and the, the girl there. And like I was kind of like we're all all the UFC fighters all like like talking like waiting to get on a flight. I'm like I kind of say that, and, and they all laugh. I'm like no, I'm like oh, I'm serious. And she's now, like, were there yeah. any girls you could call that you were like, listen, I know this is awkward, but my dick needs to be rubbed. 
Uh, <laughs> well, you know what? You know what? If, if, if my fiance at the time didn't get, if anyone uh, else besides my fiance at the time got that call, I'd be, I'd be hearing it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you got a fiance. You guys are living in Colorado. Oh, no. You, you guys broke up? You broke oh, yeah. up? Oh, yeah, man. man. Hey, that was on the market, baby. What, what happened? <laughs> oh, well, I mean, what happened in a, uh, in like, you know, a public, you know, a public, uh, what do you call this, uh, intervention setting, uh, you know, uh, you know, just didn't, like, uh, she, she said there were some changes that I needed to make. Oh, give us the real fucking, I don't want the public intervention. What happened? The chick, she was, All right, man. All right, man. All right, man. Your boy got drunk. Your boy got drunk. I, like, you know, got a little blackout. And we got in an argument over the phone. She uh, basically, after that argument, she was just like, hey, uh, you need to fix your drinking and shit. And like, uh, and, and, and whatever, like, you can't be like, you know, and I'm going to move out until you fix your problems. And then once you become a better man, uh, you can come running back to me. So basically what she said was, I'm going to stay through it through the thick. When you're being awarded your UFC contract and everything and all that, we're good. But then once you start slipping, you know, I'm going to move out. I'm going to take all my shit and move out. And then you're going to fix you're going to fix your demons by yourself and then come crawling back to me a better man. And at well, first, think- so I just kind of wasn't at the, at the end of the day, I wasn't down for that. I was like, if I have a partner who is engaged to be fucking my partner for the rest of my life, I didn't know we could take breaks and timeouts. Right. After, that's, that's some bullshit you know, to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, man, I'm just like, and you're going to tell me, and even if I did have a problem, my problem, like, you're going to make me, like, what's the definition of a partnership? Like, to do it together, not like you fix yourself and then you come I, back. I can see your side, but I could also see her side, how bad was the drinking? Okay, so I have uh, like two or three Mike's Hard Lemonade, uh, Mike's Hard Lemonades a day. Like so they're either five percent or eight percent. Um, but also what comes with is I'm a type one diabetic. So like sometimes like when you black out, like some like the shit hits you different, man. I'm telling you, I I, I, yeah. I used to, as an I drink harder as a nineteen year old than I did than I do now. I would like whiskey all night. Go about, go to work the next day. Who cares? Like you know, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Like it's like now if I drink beer, man, my hands and feet swell up. Like you know, like you know, like it's like it's. But uh, like, but you still gotta hang. In, but whoever you're with, they still gotta hang in there through thick and thin. Fuck that. I feel you. Know, I I drink I drink less actually. I used to drink like a six pack a night when we of of, uh, of like of cider. Of those of those hard ciders, yeah. you know, and, and then and then like that's that was like what I did at night, sometimes like four to six, and then um and then she got me on uh, she got me like I've been she got me like leaning back, so I've been progressively making as far as alcohol consumption. It's it was not as bad at the end as it was at the beginning. Got it. Well, I know I dated an alcoholic who uh, two different people when she drank, like when she was she when she was drunk she was crazy. When she was sober, she was crazier. Uh, <laughs> but, but at the same time, Jordan, you're you're one of the best athletes in the world. Yeah, yeah. You're right there. You you you're a state champ wrestler. You're a national champ wrestler. Your striking is amazing. You you're also you got diabetes. So yeah. You got to give yourself every opportunity to be the best possible you. So she might have done you a favor. You're right. You need somebody to oh, be yeah. with you in the thick and thin. You can't have and, and breaking up with somebody on the phone is fucking lame too. 
like like doing in person. <laughs> Like, All right, well, you know, that shit, that, shit, well, that shit was in person. But no, everything else you're saying is true. It's right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think I think it was beneficial, you know, to make, put a stay. I, I think there was, there was maybe a different way she could have done it. You know, but, but you're but, young. <laughs> you're young. You're a great fight team. You're mm-hmm. in Colorado. You're the best fighters in the world. So we got, so we got to be champion, man. I, I Look, I, I watched your fight, and I'm like, this dude can be the champion one day. He's got, he's got all the tools. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the the thing that was I thought was impressive, my man. Thank you. Your, your distance, you kept you kept your distance. You didn't kind of you know cloud yourself. You didn't cl- clutter mm-hmm. yourself. You kept your distance. You kept hitting. And some fighters, I think, when they do get a couple good head shots, they 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 don't really judge it right. And you did it mm-hmm. just right. And I I think that's the one thing I was sitting there. I me and my my son. I have a, my son, and I was like, damn, like you you paced it right. A pop 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 mop. And then you went down, he went to try like shoot and you boom, hit him again. So mm-hmm. you got to give yourself all the credit, but you got to give yourself the opportunity to, yeah. you know, give you that credit. So yourself. So where's your next fight? My, my next fight, uh, first off, that, that, that is a, that is a, you know, complicated question because there's a lot of things going on right now. A, to give myself, uh, you know, the best chance. That's why I did move to Colorado. It's harder to drink up and, and move in with family. I have an aunt and uncle right here that helped me work, work at Tron. And, like, there is, like, you know, not only, like, you know, like, I don't believe smoking weed is a bad bad thing for cardio or anything like that. But I do think it's something that does, that for mental strength does need to be controlled. And I do lean on weed whenever I'm feeling tired, weak, mentally or physically. I do lean on weed. So I do, like, I did move out here to gain control over all of that. And, and you, guys, you guys are right on that. Now my next fight, I did have one scheduled for February thirteenth, uh, but uh, my overbone, like you said, like that laundry list of uh, injuries they had, my overbone wasn't healing up quick enough, and my nose bone and my nasal bone wasn't healing up quick enough. So we're on. It, I just was able to start sparring January third. The doctor cleared me to start sparring. Oh, okay. So refreshed. So I, we we pulled out of that fight. But now we're uh, we're gonna go. I don't even think I need to get tested, but we're, we're gonna go down to the UFC PI Institute, get tested, make sure I can go down to 170s, and then start my welterweight journey. And then oh, then and then Mark, Coach Mark Montoya, he wants to make sure that I'm more in shape and more um, at this at this gym's peak. Like they have a high, you know, ex, uh, uh, you know, expectancy of you and like or high expectation. And right. they they they're not fucking around like with everything like if you're gonna represent their name on your shorts or uh, like you know when you walk out you represent that fight gym. He wants at least two to three months of solid training under them. Right. So, he's uh, on your basically they're on your ass to be other. top. Well, the yeah, yeah, well, UFC don't mean shit to you, bro. He's like, yeah, you and UFC, I'm gonna fill out. <laughs> What's up, buddy? What happened to to that lady with the? Well, Jordan, well, listen, man, thank you so much, brother. And uh, I'm a fan for life, and we're going to get you back on the show soon. Definitely. Hey, Adam, man. Everybody, I'm a fan of you both, man. Thanks for uh, nice meeting you, Shane. And, man, Adam, yeah. man, all the shit you've been posting is hilarious, man. I fucking, oh, thank you. Me good Thanks, I appreciate it. I appreciate you, Jordan. Take care, man. All right. Likewise, homies. All right. Let's take a break for a second. Joe, I got to tell you about something. Really, What's really that? Cool. Okay. The return we've been all been waiting for is finally here. Finally here, all right? One of the sport's most notorious icons is stepping in the octagon this Saturday. And when I say notorious, 
You know who I'm talking about? The King, Conor McGregor. Yes. And DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the UFC, is giving you a free shot at huge cash prizes. I mean, huge. Okay. Huge. Now, for this weekend's fight, DraftKings is offering new players a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Doesn't get any better than that. That's no awesome. Way. You haven't tried it yet. Okay. Fantasy MMA is so easy to play. Just pick six fighters that underneath the salary cap and pile up points for advances, takedowns, and more. There is no better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. I could use that money. I really, really can. Yep. My wife and I, we're getting a new house. We need money. All right. Now, <laughs> plus, don't forget about football playoffs where DraftKings has even more money up for grabs this weekend. I know all you guys say that you're big football fans. Okay, I know Greg has a fantasy football podcast. All right. Let's see how, let's put your money where your mouth is. Let's do it. All right. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Okay. That's a big one. Trust me. Now, here's a call to action. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code ROASTED to get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes throughout the weekend. That's promo code ROASTED to get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings. There's a minimum $5 deposit. My little baby's excited about it, okay? Eligibility, <laughs> restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Check it out. All right, we got Bubba Jenkins in the that house. Bubba Jenkins? Is that Bubba Man, Jenkins? the fifth Bubba. legend, the NCAA champion. Wait, wait a is that Bubba Jenkins? <laughs> What's up, people? What's up? The father of three, uh, the, the, the role model, the minister. The uh, he just signed with the PFL. He, he he won the Brave Championship. Uh, he was the Bellator Phenom. He's got a win over Jordan Burroughs in wrestling. Damn. How many people can fucking say that? Uh, this dude is a, a straight savage, and now he's on his 90th gym, uh, in Las Vegas. Uh, he opened up his 90th? own. I, I own this one though, so yeah. So I, I fit. I, I keep moving until I find something that I can own. Until I find people that can actually partner with me and and uh, and and want to be in, in the in the bad man crew, then I keep moving until I find a good mix for myself. So yeah, right, I'm so on my 90th that. gym. I know that's a shot at me. I, I keep it moving until I find like what I want. It's a it's a it's a All individual right. sport. Fuck what you talking about. All right. So since I know Bubba, he was at ATT. He was at another gig in Florida. He was at the one Rain. Then he was at uh, Kings whoa, MMA. I was at ATT. Yeah. And I went to Huntington Beach yeah. with Tiki Golson. So first I was at ATT with Dan Lambert and Lee Borio, right out right. of college. Great right. idea. I needed I needed some different things. So it was a great idea being at ATT. Then boom, smart Bubba J started getting in, started grinding. Dan Lambert, Lee Bo, okay. Lee Bo's on his way out the door. So I went. West, I went California, Tito Ortiz and yep. and, and um, Tiki Golson down in Huntington Beach. Right. So I, Dave Thomas, I messed with those guys. And then from there, yep. I went to Long Beach, Antonio yep. McKee. Antonio uh -huh. McKee, wrestling, grappling, blackness, all that good stuff, right? And then that's, three, that's gym number three. Every place was to build me. First, I needed right. to know what MMA was about. So I went to ATT. Then right. I needed to know what management was about. So I went with yep. Kiki Golson and started to understand the difference in Bellator and UFC and all that. And then I went okay. to get my grappling and striking game a little bit better. And my and my and my and my and my thugness and my, my grit. 
right? I need to get right. that down and see what's up with those boys in Long Beach. So I did the Long uh -huh. Beach thing. And then yeah. I went to Black House after understanding right. management, after understanding fighting, after understanding what uh, what it's all about, my grit, what the Brazilians is do, with all, what everybody does. Then I went to Black House. And right. after Black House, I own my own spot here. No, no, Vegas. Jason Perillo. Jason Perillo's gym. What about Perillo? I never, I never was a part of me and Jason Perillo. He's never cornered me. He's never, I, me and Jason Perillo worked together. Was training, I was, okay, I thought you were training Mackenzie Dern. Mackenzie Dern. I, I was training Mackenzie Dern, but I'm not training there. I'm, I'm coaching. I'm not training oh, okay. there. Okay, I'm talking sorry, about sorry, the places sorry. that I train or the places <laughs> that I coach. Okay. Because we're talking about the places that I coach, then you, 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 you need more than 90 if we're talking about the places that I coach. <laughs> He's telling okay. you it's about the journey to his own shit now. To my right. own so shit. Time out. Own... Right. Time out. Let me show you my own shit. Hold on. We actually, okay. we actually moving. But let me show you my spot. Nice. You're moving already? Wait, the whole gym moving? Yeah, hold on. Hold on. I, got, I got some boxers doing some shows in here. Wow. Y'all see the flag? That's, that's my logo. Yeah. Me and Dewey Cooper's logo. Black see Cobra. But... But on this side, we had a whole, we had the whole, um, we had a, we had we had a weights and platforms and all kinds of stuff over here. But we're moving a couple of warehouses down. We need a better, we need a bigger spot. The shit blew up too quick. Okay. Nice. It's it's, it's, it's so, big and scarier, Jim. What'd you say? It's it's big and scarier. This is big scary, Jim. It's yeah. It, it, well, the one of the partners that we partner with. It's big, scary. I'm here in Henderson. Wow, I like it. So, I yeah. like Black so, Cobra. Black Cobra is a fucking great name for a gym. I, now, do you have to be you black, think? or could I could I, could I could I could I train there? Or do you have to be black. Yeah, you no, you can train here. It's not like Black House or. You know, if it's got black in it, just because I'm black and I'm doing it, it's probably why I put it in there. But no, come one, come all. White folks can come. <laughs> I like you know, it. Come on. Jake, I love for all, all colors, all colors. Of course, of course, of course. Like, of course. Everybody can get it. That's it. <laughs> Anybody can get it. I'm the can man. Mexican, Puerto Rican, y'all can get it. Anybody can come. Now, listen, I love Dewey Cooper. He's a great coach. He knows his shit. Yeah. You're obviously an amazing coach. You can't get better than you. So uh, I like it. I like it. Now, uh, why now? Why did you move to Vegas from LA? Um, I signed with Ali Abdelaziz. Me and Ali had a yep. partnership. I mean, we've just been talking for a long time. Um, he's liked the way that I've dealt with my career. Um, when I went over to Bahrain, he liked, you know, how I dealt with that situation and some of the big wigs over there. And, you know, he was just like, you know what? I think that the PFL might be a move for you. What do you think about that? And this was us just talking. We didn't have an agreement. I didn't sign with him or anything. And, you know, me being in the game and knowing management from different sides, and like I said, my journey, I kind of understood some things. And sitting down with Ali just was, you know, understanding that I'm my own man. I'm, I'm my own fighter. I'm, I'm, you know, I guess a vet in this sport now. But I also know my worth. I know what people are going to offer me to fight. I know what I'm ranked in the world as far as, you know, like other people and where they are. People in the gyms, they know that I'm a, a hidden gym as far as like the world knowing how really, really good I am in a sense. You know, most of my highlights and good things happen inside the gym where the guys around me know man when i come out to the scene when they really get a show of me they'll you'll get to see the real exciting bubba j that uh that most people expected of me 
first coming out. So after getting that understanding with Ali and wanting to go to PFL and seeing how Palmer's doing so great in the PFL and, and the money that's in the PFL, it just made a much smarter decision to be under Ali's wing, just being closer to him, being in the capital of the fight in America, being in the fight capital in America. Guess, yeah. Also, the wrestling community isn't strong out here, as strong as you know it is back, back east Pennsylvania or it is in California, in Orange County where I was at. Um, the wrestling community could use, you know, a little bit more of a Division One mindset in it. So uh, that was me thinking about, you know, being uh, having a niche kind of gift to give in the fight capital. Everybody needs a wrestling coach. So me being one of the better ones makes it easier for me to come here and train with Dewey and partner with Dewey, open our own gym and have more people come here and, and you know, out of the fight capital. It's not, it's, it's not a hard reach for me to build something good here. You know what I mean? Now, are you going to train over a syndicate or a stream or UFCPI? Because there's some monsters over there. No, 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 I built my own thing, sir. <laughs> so I don't have to go no other place. If you got, yeah, if you got a first class, listen, if you got a first class weight room in your garage, are you going to go to LA Fitness? No, no, no but, there's, but, there's, but there's other great fighters over there that you could train with to get better, no? Yeah, I can absolutely, I can absolutely get better. And we can absolutely do the the going on tour as far as like going to different gyms, calling them, hey guys, I'm working on some things. I want to come in and work with you guys. That happens everywhere. Of course, we can go get some body work if I need some different taller guys or some different looks. You know, the MMA world and the MMA game in Vegas especially, they allow you to, you know, gym hop in that sense. But for the most part, I got my own home. I got my own fighters. And if you think about it, I didn't win nationals at Penn State where it had all the best wrestlers in the room. I won nationals at Arizona State where there was only another one or two All-Americans. It wasn't really about the guys that I'm working with. It's about me. It's about had, what I'm you doing. Had Anthony, you, had, you, had Anthony, you had Anthony Robles. I mean, you had some killers. I had my 125-pounder. Is that what you're saying? I had <laughs> me, a 157-pounder, double-leg, two-leg guy, had Anthony Robles, the one-leg, 125-pounders. that what you're saying? Help me get better for Nationals? No. <laughs> All right, so who are you, who are you training with at Bubba Jenkins Gym? That's 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 that's, that's better than Bubba Jenkins. Well, I can't I can't I can't say that I'm it's it's the Bubba Jenkins Gym first of all that it's only me here training with only guys that I can beat up. Dewey Cooper does a great job in in people, but also don't forget Ali Abdelaziz is my agent. Whenever I need work, I, I can easily get work with any of the best fighters in the world. Um, I just got done um, sparring with Nazrat last uh, two weeks ago. Uh, a couple of Nazrat, Audemars, a couple of those 55-pounders that are in the UFC, Ali hit me up. I went to a private session, and I went to go train with those guys. Every now and then, he does that. Um, I train with Gaethje, and I, I train with a lot of the big-name guys since I've been here in Vegas just because okay. I'm connected to Ali. So if I needed you know, that extra push, I, I can get that. Good, good, good. I, I, you know, I, I worry about you, Bubba. I want you to get the best guys in there, you know? No, so, I get you know, that. I'll tell you. And trust me, it, don't, don't get it twisted. I'm not going to, like, just beat up on guys and just take the easy route. I know the recipes of success. Well, so I've, been I know watching, I'm, I've been watching I know your videos. Start. Go ahead. I've been watching your videos. It seems like there's all 10-year-olds in your gym. What? It, it just seems like they're all 10-year-olds. No, no, no. Bring your ass. Bring your ass to the gym, and I'm going to get some of my 10-year-olds on, on that ass. Come on. Get your shoes. We ain't that far. California is three hours. You know, I'm going I'm to call a couple of my 10-year-olds, and we're going we gonna to gonna do a little podcast live wrestling at the, at the Bubba J gym with, with Adam Hunter. 
<laughs> I'm just saying, it seemed like some of those guys are a little young, no? Like, I, I mean, maybe it's no, a no. class or teacher. Um, we got some, we got some hungry guys. But for real, to be honest with you, it's not the grappling part of me. I, I got some, I got some um, jujitsu guys that I deal with that help me with my defense and my offense. Uh, Phil Dunlap is going to partner with us, and we're going to mix our minds together and, and do a little jujitsu stuff. But for real, man, my focus, as we all know, is striking. I need not another day of wrestling. I need not another wrestling practice ever in the history of fighting for me to understand and to get wrestling. So really, it's just striking that I need some tutoring in. Of course, having a jiu-jitsu defense and knowledge of jiu-jitsu is important. But my type of wrestling and the striking that I'm getting from Dewey Cooper, I'm telling you, is what's going to be the recipe to my success of winning the PFL tournament. Don't forget, of course, I want to be the best fighter in the world, but I'm fighting in a tournament where having a brand and having a talk and having, you know, to, to, to sell yourself isn't that. I have to beat the guy in front of me, then the next guy, then I have to beat that guy in front of me. So each fight, I can prepare for the style of person that I'm fighting. So it's not me trying to go out here and just, you know, put camps together with a bunch of coaches and a bunch of people so I can feel the space of time to say, oh, I did jiu-jitsu, oh, I did Muay Thai, oh, I did karate. I ain't doing all that shit. I'm doing wrestling and I'm striking with Dewey Cooper. And if y'all want that smoke, come get it. Doom. Have you, have, Doom. Have, have you played with Kevin Lee at all? Yep. Kevin comes out. Kevin Lee, Keith Lee, uh, all the Dewey's guys that come through. They, we always get it in. Don't forget, good, good, Dewey good. got a Rolodex. Dewey been in the game out here for a long, long time. So me partnering with him was an even better thing for me because, yeah, I'm still getting my feet wet in the coaching aspect. I'm still getting my feet wet as, you know, the, the wrestler around this community in Vegas, because I'm big, big known on the East, but here in Vegas, it's a whole new community for me. So me partnering with Dewey was to get my name out as well as also get in some of his clientele of fighters and strikers that need a little bit of help in their wrestling. So everyone that you've ever seen with Dewey that's running around him is also getting wrestling or getting work with me in some kind of capacity. Wow. Vegas was a good move for you then. Make it, Absolutely. Make it. I, I, became, I became a head coach. I'm head coach of the Green Valley uh, High School team. They, they're the returning state championship, state champions. Um, we had our season this year. My first season as a head coach was canceled. So, you know, I'm 1-0. I'm, I'm oh, as a, You could say we won a state championship because COVID, <laughs> COVID killed the COVID year. COVID, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we the COVID state champs anyway. Uh, so I'm head coach at the high school out here. But they didn't have a, they didn't have a wrestling club. So even though you see me having young kids around the wrestling club, my high school team didn't have a wrestling club and they didn't have a wrestling season. So with me building a new gym, partnering with Dewey Cooper, I had enough clientele to just bring the high school kids in, bring the young kids in and start a clientele at my wrestling facility at my wrestling club. I can build my wrestling club all together. So I became now, a head coach. Uh, I, saw I became you a gym owner. I became a gym yeah. owner. Uh, co-head coach of a fight team, head coach of a club wrestling team, and head coach of the high school state champ wrestling powerhouse team. So yeah, Vegas was a real good move. And you're going to be a millionaire next year when you win the PFL. And this so. year I will be a millionaire, absolutely. I'll be a millionaire. This, and I'll be doing highlights on ESPN because I'm fighting on ESPN too. It's nothing to just, you know, hit a, hit a motherfucker with a two-piece and then da-na-na, da-na-na. And I'm on ESPN. <laughs> yeah, like to get the, that last little bit of music at the now, end is always great. Now, I recently yeah. saw you wrestle Jason Nolf, who was like, 
a three-time national champion. The guy's a murderer. Uh, I, I, I still thought you were going to pull it off. Uh, were you surprised how, how good he was? No, not at all. Um, to be in hindsight, I kind of went out there with the wrong game plan. I haven't wrestled in a while. It's been a long time. And I, I wanted to really get back to a place of being in the wrestling community because me being a head coach, me, you know, rubbing elbows with the wrestlers and things out here in order for me to kind of revamp that kind of uh, notoriety was me trying to go out there to Penn State with everybody know Bubba J and Penn State can create a kind of a buzz. So me wrestling North, even though knowing that he's in his prime, knowing that he's fresh out of high school and you know, on the Olympic ladder, I knew that it was going to be a tall mountain to climb. But I kind of went out there with the mindset that I'm going to show people that I still can wrestle. I'm going to show people that I can still get it instead of stalling and, and waiting for him. And I could have kept the match a little bit closer and, and, and tried less things. But as I went out there, I was like, oh, let me show people my super duck. And then super duck failed. Okay, let me show people my misdirection. And misdirection failed. And, and meanwhile, I drilled this or worked these things in years. You know what I mean? I did a little, little three-week camp, a little two-week camp. And, you know, I went out to Phoenix for a little bit, uh, trained with a couple of guys, got ready for a small period of time. But I knew that it was really just a, a, a platform a jumping point for me to jump back into the wrestling community and say, hey, Bubba J was here. Love you guys. Shout out Penn State for bringing me back and then keep it moving. It really wasn't me going into the place of mindset of let me get serious about this wrestling match. But well, when, they had you in a know, cradle, when they had you in a cradle, you said, you can't do my move on me. Right? Yeah, I told that, that, that didn't count. They're supposed to take the points <laughs> off the board because me and Kale negotiated that there were no suicide cradles that were supposed to happen. So I, 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 should, I should probably sue those guys for that, but we're just going to let it slide. We, we're on good terms. We're just going to let it slide. But, yeah, he hit me with a cradle, my, my cradle, in which I learned from, from them, but I was the one that made it famous because I hit their guy with it in the national finals. And I told him, that, that's mine now. That's my signature written on that. You can't be – every time y'all do it, even if it's done to y'all and I'm not even in the arena, people mention my name. So my signature is on that. <laughs> hey man, I give you a lot of credit for even doing that. And also your singlet, you had the Black Lives Matter singlet, uh, which is pretty badass. It looked yeah. it looked fucking good on you, man. I yeah, got, I thanks, say. man. I had a lot of people trying to get me get after me for that singlet. Yo, how much was that singlet? Yo, I'm trying to get one of them singlets. So I, you know, I was just trying to do what was at that time when they're seeing Penn State and Bubba J back together or Kel and me back together. I want to speak in third person because I'm now speaking to y'all. When I, when I see them um, bringing us back together and, and trying to uh, amend the old and trying to squash the beef for what we had in the past, at that time, too, you got to remember that it was uh, the height, not the height, but it was a serious time in, in, in the country where it was almost black versus white, red versus blue, Democrat versus Republic. And for me to, you know, I didn't have a Black Lives Matter. It said my life matter. I did have a Black Lives Matter shirt, but the singlet that I had was my life matters. And I just kind of wanted to have a have a say for, you know, you know me, I'm always walking the edge of controversial anyway. So I just wanted there to have a saying for, you know, the young black men out there and just young people out there that your life matters. My life matters. I have children. I have a wife. I have things that matter to me. So I, I, I shouldn't just be slaughtered in the street just because you don't, you don't like my hair, my style, my swag, my pants, my jewelry, my music, my, 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 my thing. You know what I'm saying? So that was just all my statement had to be. By the way, what's your daughter? What, what what's your daughter's name? The, the, the newest one, Jade Ivory. Oh, oh, thank I got, God! I got Dream. You, you said Dream. I got Jade Ivory and I got Drayden. 
Okay, because you said on Instagram it was something else, and I and I thought you were gonna name it was like some kind of food or something or. Oh hell like, no. what, did, what did you say? Oh. What did you say? <laughs> you said this is my little. What, what what did you put on Instagram? Oh, you said, this jelly is my little. Her, net, her yeah. nickname is Jelly Butters. I really thought you named her Jelly Butters, and I was like, oh. no. So I was, <laughs> I was so happy. <laughs> it was a nickname. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank God. I swear. I was yeah, like, Jelly Jelly Butters. It's not butter with an R. It's Jelly Butters. That's my Jelly Butters. Oh, okay. Because I, I, I texted yes. Greg. I go, did he really name his kid Jelly Butters? Uh, like, like, who's going to be the one to tell him? And then I was like, okay. <laughs> but even, even when people, people got weird at me because I named my son Dream, and I spelled it J-R-E-A-M. Like, oh, Bubba Jenkins named his son Dream, and he spells it with a J. Ha, 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 ha. It's like, no, but like, yeah, I, but that's I, I one thing. That one. Name your kid Jelly Butters is, is kind of funny. I mean, if it really, if your daughter really was named Jelly Butters. <laughs> uh, so, all right, so, all right, well, what do we got coming up? Uh, but how could, it, if, I, if I go to Vegas, I want to join your gym, what do I do? Uh, you come to Henderson, Nevada, you, you hit me up on Instagram, you hit Dewey Cooper up on Instagram, or the facility that the gym is, it's called Big Scary, the Big Scary Gym. So you just go to Big Scary Gym on Instagram, we got a website, we BK, BKTMMA.com, we about to go live. Our January 30th is our grand opening, February 1st, we should, we're going to have everything set, schedules, paperwork, all that good stuff, insurances, all that money stuff. So uh, we we getting started, man. Um I'm fighting again April 23rd, April 29th, or May 6th. We're, we're doing it in pockets. Right. And I, that's the first uh, three dates of the first section. There's four sections. I believe there's one in um, April. There's one in June. There's one in August. And then there's in December. Those are the different types, still, uh, like the, the regular season, then the playoffs, and then the finals. So they're doing it in sections, and they're giving you a uh, certain period of pounds of dates. We got to go into the bubble. We got to do all that stuff. We're going to be 17 day quarantine before the fight even starts. And we can only have one coach with us unless you can afford two or three coaches or something like that. But it's going to be a, it's going to be a task for for the mentally strong and and those who, who don't mind to be alone. Those who can be in others for, for almost 20 days at a time. And and it's going to it ain't for the weak hearted. It definitely ain't. It's just some man shit only for this year. And um. It starts in April. I'm believing that they're probably going to have me fight April 23rd. Well, Baba, it's great hearing from you, man. I, I miss you, man. I miss you. No I doubt, man. And, I, uh, miss the, I, I miss I, the I miss the six hours a day we used to spend together cracking on people and then me having to reel you in from some of the jokes you would tell and all that shit. Yeah, man. I, <laughs> I, I miss being your bouncer and your 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 what is it your your word your words of knowledge i guess to the i'm that i'm the angel that tells you no we shouldn't we shouldn't talk about that it's the we oracle shouldn't say that. yeah you're his oracle yeah <laughs> yes uh, yes well, I, love, I love you buddy and uh i'm gonna be in vegas in february i'm headlining the um the um the laugh factory and i'm gonna come to your gym okay all right so uh we'll see you right, in february we'll... man love you back thanks for having me Thank you guys for shouting me out. I hope y'all can hear the interview. I hope I won't yell too bad. I got no, you're great. going on, but it's all good, Perfect. man. I appreciate you for having me. Take yep. care. Bye-bye. All right, buddy. All right. That was Bubba. He uh, he actually switched gyms three times. Or um, <laughs> like so. during during the interviews. <laughs> well, well, listen, uh, Shang, what do you got coming up? Uh, man, I'm I am I'm still staying home. I got some stuff I have to deal with uh, with family. So I'm staying home for a bit, and then I'm going to start going back on the road in February. Um, Atlanta, Atlanta Comedy Theater. Then I go to the Funny Bone, and then uh, Tampa. 
And then wean dog you? Go buy my wean dog for president t-shirt. Go to my Twitter profile. It's my pinned tweet. I'm going to make more t-shirts too, so stay tuned for that. Wait a minute. Wean dog for president? Of, yeah. course, I'm <laughs> of course I'm voting for you. Are you kidding me? You put guns <laughs> chicks heads. That that alone maybe that your platform a gun to chicks head is is why I'm, I gotta I gotta follow you one hundred percent. Yeah, download my special or watch it now on UFC Fight Pass. Uh, thank you guys so much. You guys are the best. Have a great week. All Take right, care, man. man. Take care.